Hi, this is Dr. Chuck Betters, and I want to welcome you to Digging Deeper. Yesterday, we opened with the book of Revelation, chapter 1, where it speaks of God's revelation of the person of Jesus Christ to his church. And I want to read that passage to you, beginning with verse 1. Revelation 1, beginning with verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show to his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. Now that word revelation is the word apocalypse, which means unveiling something that was previously hidden. And he tells us in Revelation 1 that this unveiling, this unmasking, is being shown to his servants. Now that word for servant is the word doulos. It's, uh, I don't know if those of you remember the TV series Downton Abbey, but in Downton Abbey, the valet considered himself to be a servant of the master of the house, a bond slave. He existed solely to do the will of the owner. Now their identity is wrapped in serving the master. That's the word that's used here uh, that speaks of who this revelation is given to, to show to his servants. Now there's a blessing. In fact, there's a threefold promise of a blessing that he gives us in these verses. First to the reader. That is to the one who's not afraid of the book. There is a blessing to be had if you're willing to dig deep into the content of this incredible book. There's a blessing to the hearer, to become a diligent learner. That's what that word hearer means, to become a diligent learner, to dig deeper, to learn biblical truth that's not just superficial truth. And then there's a promise to the keeper, not just the one who reads it, not just to the one who hears it, but to one who keeps the word of the revelation, meaning very simply the one who is obedient. Now to all of us, especially this is true in light of the fact that the time is at hand. This book demands our attention because it's called the word of God, the testimony of Jesus Christ and the prophecy. In verses two and three, the word of God, the testimony of Jesus Christ and the prophecy. Meaning very simply, without the book of Revelation, all the other books lose significance. We have one book with 66 chapters, starting with Genesis, ending with Revelation. If we don't have Revelation, we don't have the end of the book. The Bible is one book because it says in verse three, for the time is near. The events of this book will be rapidly executed once they begin. And I wanna tell you friends, they have already begun. Never before have the signs been as intense as they are today. In the study of this book, there is strength to arm us for the conflict of the days of tribulation that are sure to come. As you study this book, you will grow to appreciate the wonderful sovereignty of God's majestic plan of salvation and redemption, not only of the soul, but also of the body, which is his church. We can indeed know the end from the beginning. Notice he says in verse one, 
the things that must soon take place. History is not haphazard. It must take place, not might take place, not maybe, but must take place. For you see, the context of time is from the perspective of an eternal God. He is the one who is our prophet, our priest, and our king. The next time we're together, we'll talk about verses 4 through 6, which discuss the eternal trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As we continue to open this incredible chapter of the Bible, this incredible book of the Bible called the book of Revelation. To God be the glory as you listen. So be sure to tune in tomorrow and we'll begin a further study of the book of Revelation.